following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Quarterly Last Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Monday morning. Great thing about Monday mornings in the summer, there are no traffic. And usually during this time is a parking lot on the 10, the 101, and every other street here in Arizona. But we are live, have a lot to talk about. Get into a little bit of the O'Bannon, but it was O'Bannon versus the NCAA, but what's really got my attention now, now that we're out of the, the group play and we're into some certain certain things with the uh, the soccer in the USA, I've been, now I'm forced to watch it. Now I can't wait to Thursday. I watched it yesterday at the airport, Denver Airport. And Portugal and the United States ends the game in a 2-2 tie. Um, regardless of what sport, sport you play, whatever sport it is, you cannot turn the ball over. You still have to play defense in those final minutes. Uh, and when you look at the – it's kind of like you watch football or when you watch basketball, you know who the star is, the point guard is. He has the ball. Uh, you follow that guy. When you watch football, you get the quarterback, you eye the quarterback, and you – then see the receiver. You follow the ball. In soccer, you have to understand that when you turn the ball over, you have to get back on defense immediately um, or you put a lot of blame on the goalie. In this case, I don't think the United States goalie was at fault in these situations. Maybe, maybe in that first one when he sat on his butt and tried to defend uh, the goal, I, I thought that was crazy. But when he's having unattested shots taken at him at some point she just to only give up two was a big deal but Portugal came out hard uh they scored I think it was like four and four minutes four and a half minutes they scored first and I'm sitting at the Elways bar and I'm thinking wow this is going to be that kind of match but they came back and they scored they made some great uh great shots at the goal they was up 2-1 and then in the 48th minute Portugal ties it up <clears throat> and now I'm into it. Now I'm into it. Now I'm. Now I have to watch it. So I can't Finally. wait. To, I can't wait to Thursday. As usual, Alex Clancy and Demarie Lachey. We are. We're going to talk a little bit of soccer first. You guys were bar hopping or at the bar. Yeah, we were devil's advocate. <clears throat> it was a good. It was a good spot. It was pretty electric in there. I, I've never seen it like that. I thought it was going to be chill and whatever. We got some food. Had a couple, and uh, yeah, it was it was really um really fun match to watch. It was, and, you know, and that's why I said I'm into it. And I can't wait to Thursday. Now I'm will, now I'm going to watch it. I just can't, I can't, I can't believe it. I mean, fifteen ten seconds left. Yeah. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo hadn't really had a pulse on the on the match at all. Uh, makes a beautiful cross to a wide open guy to head, that heads it in. Um, Tim Howard had some amazing saves. Uh, the first half, the U.S. was on the attack for pretty much the whole first half except for the that um that goal in the in, in the fifth minute 
but that was off a deflection off one of our defenders. I could have scored that goal. The goal going into the half is the one that bothered me. When they when when they, uh, Portugal scored going into the half, uh, they could have kept that out. Um, that would have been uh, that probably played. I, I think we'd have had a different outcome. I know these guys would have came out and they would have did everything to win. Um, but it was at that point. I think it was. You know, it was two one, wasn't it? Oh, when they, yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah. the, the last goal Portugal scored was in the ninety. Yeah, well, yeah ninety four. Stoppage time. Yeah, yeah stoppage and and to tie it up is just drains a lot out you. And you don't, you know, you yeah. got to push it up and down. You got to have that much time. Um, and Portugal just came back and did what they were supposed to do. They was attacking first. Uh, they got they put the first points on the board, uh, and they put the last point on the board. Did what do you think? I mean, it's just tough because U.S. They're on this situation going into the game. It's like, okay, are they? Can, like it, it, you was just happy if they even score one or two goals, period. And then once the last goal got put in by Portugal, it was like the, the like the switch just flipped to like, oh man, like we we gave that one away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rather than sitting back and be like, yo, look, we put ourselves in a great situation, and then it just changes like that. Oh, like you, people don't even watch like you know the U, U.S. You don't really watch U.S. soccer until. Like now, now it's getting more attention, and it's funny how the game just switches to like, oh man, we should have won. We we should have dominated them, and how the field changed. I just think that's pretty funny, pretty well, creative. How soccer is right now, the the um, the excitement about it right now is how it is in other countries, how yeah. it is in Brazil, Mexico, those uh, Mexican Mexico, those countries. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Now we're in the World Cup, <laughs> and um, soccer is probably is huge everywhere, all across the world now. Um, but but the the soccer um, the the goalie having too many shots at him I thought that became a problem I think at around that forty eighth minute or the, that ninety something minute where they turned the ball over that was the game right there mm-hmm. and when you got the best player in the world and Ronaldo in Portugal uh, and you got a chance to eliminate them um, you got to take advantage of something like that yeah and I mean he's the best player on the planet yeah. and he was voted as such and uh, <laughs> it, it's 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 problematic. I mean, because now you go play Germany, who's definitely a better team than the U.S., uh, gone and tied with them, and now the U.S. needs seven things to happen for them to get in the playoffs, for them to get into the uh, the round of 16. And if, if you pull back your defenders instead of pushing forward like like uh, Jurgen Klinsmann elected to do, it's problematic when you get burned. So, I mean, Jurgen Klinsmann's done immeasurable things for the United States soccer program, and uh, he's putting trust in a bunch of young guys. He's... I think they said, what are they, he's age-blind, so he's like, it doesn't matter how old you are, how much experience you have, if you're good enough, you're going to be on the field. And, and that's fine with me, because he has the pulse of the team. He has the pulse of those guys uh, that he chose for that team, for that World Cup team, so that doesn't bother me. You don't second coach, you second guess him, um, you didn't second guess him when you picked him as that, as that coach there, so don't second guess him when he has to make those decisions. He's around those guys, um, and I'm just saying in general, he's around those guys, um, and big fuss was about when Donovan didn't get on that squad I think they have a pretty good squad I think there's just a game like they had yesterday was one they they could have won when you could have eliminated probably Portugal and Ronaldo the best player in the world now you give him a second chance to probably do what he does yeah and there were a couple of times where if Landon Donovan was on the field we were talking about this when Michael Bradley had a gimme against a defender when the goalie was out of the goal kicks it right in his leg I mean Landon Donovan you have that experience you know that split second decision no you're not expecting to get the ball with that easy of a shot on goal without the goalie there but you have to execute as well. I mean, you're a professional, and Landon had been there enough. That's where that's where the innate, um, just the innate confidence 
and the experience comes into play that Donovan has. I mean, he's even thinking that when he's in the booth at, you know, wherever the hell he is, he's thinking that I would have scored that and that would have put them up. That would have tied the game at that point yeah. and that would have given them a two-goal cushion at right. 3-1 and so that last goal at the end wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, well, yeah. No, unfortunately, unfortunately, Donovan is not that guy. Um, and I and I said when he wasn't on the team that I would have put him on the team uh, as a as a player coach. I would put him somewhere, not as a player, but I would put him around those guys. Those those guys still respect the Landon Donovan. Uh, you be around some greatness, and he can give you some insights on what it is. And unfortunately, this is only gonna come around every four years. So when you tie a team and you lose to a team, it hurts just as much as hurts a lot way worse than it was if it was just a regular season and you lost the game. Yeah, and, and they're missing Josie Alto also. Yeah. Josie Altador. I mean, that would have been the fact that they even tied Portugal as a win. So you got to look at the grand scheme of things and not how it happened. If you look at just the score and just how they played USA, they outplayed Portugal. You know, they did, and and um, and uh, uh, the score, the goal in the in the fifth minute is exactly what Clint Dempsey did. In, in the in the in the match against Ghana, I mean, obviously there was a thirty within the first thirty five seconds, but they fought back yesterday, and you know they're in a good they're in a way better position than anybody thought they were going to be at this point. Right. So I mean, you can't Definitely. really be upset, especially it, with your number one guy on the bench. Well, you can't be upset, but opportunities. And you mentioned this a little while ago. You got to seize those opportunities. You mentioned it when we were talking about Landon Donovan. He would have made that. He would have made that score because you don't second guess yourself. You you find your target and you and you go at it. But you these opportunities like this come once in every four years. You got to make that. You got to make it happen, especially when you have it right there. Uh, and then you got the final minutes and you get tied up. To, that tie feel like a loss. I'm watching that game, so I'm walking to my gate. Then I heard ch- crowd going off, so I'm thinking the U.S. score. I said, "Is there many Portugal fans in Denver?" <laughs> uh, so I thought it was. The U.S. went up 3-1. I thought they went up 3-1, but that wasn't the case. Um, So right now, is Brazil still the team to beat? I don't know. I mean, uh, who was it? Brazil, uh, Mexico, still in there. Um, I mean, there are are a bunch of teams that have punched their ticket. I mean, I'm not... uh, Well... the, The whole story about this World Cup is the powerhouses going down. I mean, that's really Spain and England are the are two that... I mean, they're Spain's they're, no Spain's out. Spain, uh, group yeah. uh, Spain's, Spain's out. Spain's they lost out. their first two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it, the big powerhouses, the ones that haven't made it, are the ones that yeah, the ones that normally have a hotel waiting for them in the round of sixteen. You know, they, they just they win they win their pool the the pool of death or whatever you want to call each one. They're the reason why the pool of death is the pool of death. And Spain and England losing, it's it's I think that it's showing that all the other countries obviously are getting better. And that the the powerhouses that used to make up the Spain lineup, 17 returning guys from 2010. You know, so it's it, maybe they're getting older. And this is showing that Jurgen Klinsmann might have a leg up on the competition because he's starting with younger guys and he's trusting younger guys instead of going with Landon Donovan and guys in, the, in that regard. So it's it's just interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting, especially coming up with Thursday against the experienced Germany team. Uh, but my thing, my question is to you all: like, how do you how do you see a young USC, USA team, you know, bounce back so quick? You know, you got a tough game coming up Thursday, like probably your hardest game. As long as they don't make the excuse, we have nothing to lose. Yeah, you, you got everything. Look, I, I, I hate excuses. You think they're ready? You think they're on that level? I think they're gonna come to play. They have to be. I think they're gonna come to play. I know it's Germany, but 
we are also the USA, and yeah. and that don't mean anything to Germany. It means a lot to us when you say we are USA. That means something to us. But uh, those guys will come play, um, and they may get swept up. But probably, you know, who, who's who's to say? Look what just happened to them in that Portugal game. I mean, they just have to keep it close for goal differential reasons. They have to keep it close. If they draw, I think they're in. Um, and they have the young guys that, that you mentioned. Um, USA. Yeah, they just have to. They have to run, run the hell out of Germany. I mean, they have to run them out. And this is like Kentucky. And I don't want to equate it to basketball. It's like Kentucky in the NCAA tournament, where they don't even know what the lights mean yet. I mean, Josie Altador does, Michael Bradley does, Clint Dempsey does because they've been there before. But these young guys haven't been there before, so it's like, really, do you understand the grand scheme of, of what's going on right now? And, that's and I hope they don't. Because it makes it easier to be able to perform when you don't have that much pressure on you. And that's why you got to believe in the coach's decision. Uh, you do have some young guys, but he feel like those young guys will take him into the World Cup and they will make a good run at it, even though you have the powerhouses. But I'm going to pick my team to beat all those powerhouses. So uh, not understanding, not being in that situation before uh, doesn't equate to you better go out there and put some points on the board, play some defense. And these guys are going to have to do that. Now, you're playing against a powerhouse in Germany, a better team in uh, that Germany has, but you have to go out there and get it done. Yeah, but it's so any given. Of, yeah, go yeah, ahead. So a lot, a lot of those veterans up there going to have to take the ownership. Like, uh, I, I say like LeBron James said in that last game, follow me, get on my back. And he did what he was supposed to do that no one else showed up. So in this case, those those veteran guys got to say, this is one we need to get back in it, to stay in it. And those, and those younger guys got to follow suit. Yeah, and Josie's had um, almost two weeks off at this point. Because he only played 25 minutes in that match against Ghana, right. and they had a week between games, and then now it's four more days. So it's you know it's a, about 12 days that he's had off that uh, he's been able to rest. So if he is it even at 70, percent you got to put him in. Yeah, I, I'm you got to play him. I'm going down. I'm if I'm going down, I'm going down with all my guys. If he tells me he's ready to go, he can play. He's in. He's in there. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Quam La Sports Talk. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Yeah. Are we going to play porn and music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
back to the Kwame Lassie Sports Talk, 888-346-9144 is the number you want to join the show this segment and two more, and we will be out of here. Uh, the big news, we talked soccer, but the big news right now in the basketball world, it's not so much LeBron James and what he's going to do. It's uh, I think it's more Carmelo Anthony opting out, missing out or losing out on about $30 million, which tells me... This guy is serious about finding him a championship home and team. There's places he can go, but well, that's it's quite a few places he can go. But what's the best fit for Carmelo Anthony and his opting out? Uh, LeBron James uh, haven't opted out yet, but he this this is something that probably that has to happen this week with LeBron James. But in the Carmelo Anthony story on his side of things, opting out from the New York Knicks. Phil Jackson wanted him to stay, take less less money. I don't know if you you hire a, a first time coach and Derek Fisher. You uh, what do you have to bring? Unless you promise Carmelo something that we're going to bring players and put players around you to compliment you, uh, who's also serviceable to get you that to get you that ring or get you closer to that ring, if you will. I think the best team, <clears throat> excuse me, and I said this all along, was the. Chicago Bulls, and we talk about Carmelo and his defense, or so like a, but the Chicago Bulls. Look what the Chicago Bulls do without this guy, and look what they've done without Derrick Rose for two years. They play defense, and if you find this team into the playoffs, if you get a formative shooter, Derrick Rose come back. He doesn't have to be explosive that he's always have been as that team leader and trying to drive to the basket. When you got a guy who can stop dropping pop, and Carmelo, uh, still one of the top NBA um, shooters in the game. So I think his opting out is a serious look. And, and choosing a team like the Chicago Bulls mean he's ready to play some defense now. Uh, well, I don't think that's true. I think he wants to win. I don't think he'll ever play defense. I think he will. <clears throat> he'll, he's been in the league 13 years. Has no. he ever played defense? He's never. No one has never made him. He's going to a team with a defensive-minded coach. Where has he been with as a defensive-minded coach? It doesn't matter. You still have to it play defense. It does matter. You're not going to come to Chicago and not play defense. Mike Woodson was a defensive-minded coach. Who? Mike Woodson. Moss, he has no backbone. <laughs> Mike Woodson. <laughs> he had no backbone. Yeah. Well, he was a defensive-minded coach. Number one. Number two. He's going where he's going with the best team with the best with the most amount of salary cap for him. The most amount of salary cap space for him because now he's going to piggyback on a good team because he can never win on his own. So you need uh, a lot so, of guys so like that. Yeah, there are a lot of guys like that. Absolutely, but that's just how it is nowadays. You don't you don't do it organically, San Antonio Spurs. You go to all the best. You go to where the best talent is that need that extra piece. And you're right, Chicago's it. That's what it, LeBron did. I I didn't say it wasn't. No, I'm saying he yeah. is. But when when Derrick Rose comes back, Carmelo's gonna. It's always been Carmelo's team wherever he's gone. Right, Denver and New York. It's always been Carmelo's team. They traded the whole New York Knicks team for Carmelo because he wanted to be the star. He wanted to be under the big lights, and he didn't. He didn't execute. He didn't perform. Going to Chicago, Derrick Rose. That's Derrick Rose's city. You can't take that away from him. That's Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah's team. So is he going to be able to jump in there and only maybe take twenty-one shots instead of twenty-eight? A game is he only going to be able to score twenty three points a game instead of trying to get thirty? Is that possible for him to do in his DNA? Because Derrick Rose takes over twenty shots a game, so is he going to be able to buy into a team atmosphere because he never has been able to? He's coming to a team <clears throat> with no. Joe Kim Noah is the star of that team. He is the muscle of that team. They, he is the defensive. You going to play defense around him, or you going to get beat up, or something going to happen? Carmelo is more of a star than Joachim Noah is. 
you you not I don't think you hear me. No, I am hearing uh, you. I'll, I'll he has the me. ego He's, already. You can have an ego that don't make you a star. <laughs> you can have an ego. I know a lot of people with egos that don't make them stars. I'm saying if you go to a Chicago Bulls team with Tom Thibodeau as the, as the coach who has name is always as the defensive player coach of the year or coach of the year, you go to a team with Joe Kuno on that team and no Derrick Rose and you get into the playoff, you're going to play some defense or it's going to be a problem. Now, can he shoot 21? See, we're assuming that he and Derrick Rose are not going to fit together. We're assuming that because what we think we know about Carmelo, whether we like him or not, we're assuming that doesn't work. When you go there, don't you think you talk to that other guy? You, if Carmelo goes to Chicago, don't you think he talked to Derrick Rose and they figured out how we're going to make this work? Some nights it's going to be Derrick Rose, both, or some nights it's going to be Carmelo. Both, it could be that. But we're looking at a team who's getting in the playoffs without any of those guys. Because they play defense. Now, I'm sure when he on his his visit to Chicago, his free agent, well, he's opt out, so he's not a free agent. He's he well, he can go anywhere he wants to now. He's talking to those coaches and they say, We play defense here. And every you don't even have to tell them that. Everybody knows that who knows basketball, who's watched basketball, that team plays defense. They keep teams under hundred points and they win basketball games. And now you got a guy who can score. Possibly we get a healthy Derrick Rose back who set out what all last year or the year before. We're assuming that that chemistry doesn't work. We're assuming like that couldn't work with with a a Dennis Robin, wherever he went, it couldn't work. When guys understand their roles, you have a great team. I understand. Carmelo Anthony has never he he's never had to understand his role. Everybody else has had to understand theirs around he him. He was a star, but now he's coming to their team. Right. But that so LeBron did it the right way when he went. He goes, This is Dwayne Wade's team. That yeah. he said that yeah. first thing off the bat. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony doesn't have that in him, I don't think, at this point. He said that because <laughs> Right, but, I, I, but he I, I did think, the right thing. Yeah. He 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 politicked the correct way. Right, yeah, because because you say this is the Wayne Wade team, everybody know that. Everybody he gave him a chance. That. Gave him a chance for it to be his team, and he's like, I'm just this much better than you, and Dwayne Wade backed off. Dwayne Wade, he 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 Dwayne Wade knew better. Yeah. Dwayne Wade <laughs> knows Der- Well Derek Rose knows. Dwayne Wade trying to go down to history also. It's it's I got the best player will. in the world. Yeah, I got the best player in the world coming to my team. You yeah, I'm gonna go side by side. I'll do the Batman and Robin. I'll go side by side, but I know who I am as a player. I'm gonna get I'm gonna hold my own. Unfortunately, everything he did up until that point. The way he played basketball, the way he took that team and won an NBA championship alone, uh, every time he's hitting the ground, getting back up, doing it, that stuff catches up to you. And now we're seeing a, a aging, he's not an old guy, but a body-wise, an aging Dwayne Wade who's, who can't get up and down, can't cover the guys the same. But then you look at the other end of Ginobili, who's older than him and still playing like he's a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's body is different. Ginobili ain't have to hit the ground as much as Dwayne Wade. He didn't have to carry a team like Dwayne Wade. Now, if Carmelo Anthony side, does he go to Chicago? He going. There will be problems if you don't play defense over there. No, those guys are those. That's their life right now. At this moment, this yeah, is yeah because life. they have to only they, play defense because they don't have an offense. Right, they got to play defense. You think Joe Kim Noah and you talking about Carmelo's a bigger star than him? Yeah, he could be a bigger star, but no, no, I know, okay. I, I know. My bread is butter by playing defense, and you're not going to come here and not play defense. And that's fair. He has the skill set that is what they need to succeed. Kamala Anthony can shoot the lights out. Nobody's ever denied that, okay? They've questioned his teamwork ability and just questioned questioned him being bigger than the team. And I understand that Chicago is a great fit for him to go to because Thibodeau doesn't have that. He, he, he He won't have that. Joakim Noah won't have that. I understand that. 
If but if Carmelo can look at the big picture here, he sees Derrick Rose coming back, Jimmy Butler at the two, him at the three, Taj Gibson at the four, and Joakim Noah at the five. That's a championship team right now. Because they are on paper. On paper. On paper. On paper. Oh, yeah, right. Got to play. Right, but but they. I mean, they'll get rid. They'll amnesty Boozer. They get him. The get him out of Chicago. He's <laughs> weak. Taj Gibson. If Taj Gibson and Joakim Noah play down low, they could be the best front court in the NBA. I think Boozer uh, comes off the bench. He's serviceable. You put Boozer, he only plays a quarter and a half anyways a game. Put, well, that's good coming off the bench. Those are great minutes. If he can be, Boozer was good in Utah. He was good in Utah. He was fine in Cleveland. He, he was good in Utah, and he kind of reminds me of Chris Bosh in Toronto. He was that guy. Of course, the ball has to come through you. If you don't get your points, then you either getting your points or you're not. You becoming that man or you're not. You got opportunities to be, do that. He was successful in Utah. He comes here, and then we're looking for him. Where he, he goes to Chicago, we just look. What happened to that boozer that was that, that guy in Utah? So you, you look at this lineup, and on paper, yeah, they look good. Carmelo Anthony goes to Chicago. You have to think that this is the championship. This is the team that's going to compete in the East where I don't care where LeBron goes. I don't care where he goes. You look at the San Antonio Spurs and the way they, they defense def- LeBron up, now you're talking about a whole team that plays defense and understand yeah. to move the ball, move move, and be where you're supposed to be defensively, not so much offense, but yeah. we keep teams under 100. We can we got we gonna win some games. They were scoring like yeah. sixty five points a game against Washington. Like they're not Who? they're not that they have zero offense. They Chicago have zero offense. Just because you playoffs. play good defense, so so what? Uh, you, it was you, in the playoffs. You yeah, saying, you saying so to what? They scored sixty five points. Yeah, they scored sixty five points in a game in the playoffs. So they need more help than just Carmelo. What to are you win. talking about? They, I, I think that's what we. Talk, I think that's what we talking about. Or maybe you changed the subject on me. I, I, I didn't. Well, change they're going to so get more than just. Saying, they're they're going to get, get more than just Carmelo because you get Derek. Like you said, Derrick Rose is returning. Um, Carlos Boozer is going to be out of there. Uh, you're going to get more minutes and more opportunities by Taj Gibson, uh, Joe Kim Noah. They're going to trust more players now. You can bring in Carmelo, who you can trust and. Offensively, and he's going to opt in. If he opts into Chicago, he's going to opt into playing defense, regardless. Yeah, that's no like choice. no question. When you but, don't like that guy or you don't like somebody, you find reasons to say he can't make it work. Carmelo, I'm just I, I looking know, at you. Ain't you nobody, just, no one's talking to you. I'm talking talking about you. I'm not saying, yet. yeah, not yet. <laughs> Let me give me a chance. I'll work my, work my way. I'll work my way. You, you think I doesn't like Carmelo? So I'll make any. So I'll make any excuse. You do that. You do that. That's not. You do that. Look at the history of him playing basketball. That's what I'm saying. If he comes there. He got guys he can trust. He got guys he can trust in Chicago, rather than you got guys you can trust in New York and Denver. I thought I thought Carmelo didn't trust his guys in New York, even though I thought those were pretty good guys in Tyson Chandler, Amari Starmonter, um, Ryder. He became an, uh, a Neanderthal. I mean Smith became a Neanderthal, <laughs> but I thought he could. He didn't trust those guys. How'd you he not did, trust not trust Tyson Chandler? Right. How do you not right. trust him? So if you try, if you well, don't well, trust well, him, how are you going to trust him on the court? Because he, he couldn't stay hurt. on the court. Noah stays on the court. He plays the whole season. You don't trust his matter if you, if you don't get a chance to play with him. So how is he going to trust Derrick Rose? <laughs> he going to direct Derrick Rose's team. Derrick Rose needs to trust him. I don't see it being Derrick Rose's team. I, I, you, who you said, Joe Kim Noah? No, Carmelo. That's, I, yeah, that's I, where that's, that's where the issue is going to come in. Yeah, that's that exactly. That ain't going to be no problem. It's going It's arguably between Noah and you just said Anthony. Who? To me, I think it's arguably between Noah. And it's going to be, of course, Carmelo Anthony. Well, Noah's not an offensive guy. Um, and I get back to that 65 points in the playoffs. Noah's not an offensive guy. Um, so his his but, leadership comes from the defense. Now, you bring in a Carmelo yeah. Anthony, and let's just say they don't get a Dirk Rose back or they get some serviceable minutes from Dirk Rose. 
you still have to count for both of those guys. But defense, my leadership is coming from Joe Kim Noel and what he does on that defense uh, side of the basketball and that defensive game. So I see the, it being Noah's team right now. I, what What are you saying when you say that? Because I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, I'm not, that's, no, I'm no, not that's right. That's I'm, right. I'm but we're talking he, about when Carmelo well, comes in, so I, it, there's going to be a power in, struggle somewhere. It's a power struggle everywhere. In anything, no. is, anything is a power struggle. Come on. Until you give, me, define, give me a better response than that. You, until, I don't know to give you. are never going to understand anything I say anyway. It is, until these guys define what's what, and I, it's not like we talk about the the Phoenix Suns when we talked about how they um there was no leadership, how we didn't know who the leaders were. This is not the case. You got three guys over there that can be the leader. Now, we just looking for ways to not make to say it's not gonna work. I'm thinking when he comes in there, obviously he has to have talked to uh Derek Ro- uh, Rose. He had to talk to this guy. He's not going to a team just like the one Dwayne Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosch, they had to talk to each other. How are we gonna make this work? Then later on, they in four NBA finals and win two ch- NBA championship. That's the only reason he's going there. It is, this, at this point, it's not about money. It's about this guy winning some championships or having a chance to. When was the last time he had a chance to win a championship? Never. Never. Syracuse. 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 Jerry McNamara. <laughs> yeah. He trusted those guys. Well, because Jerry McNamara <laughs> was the best shooter on the planet. <laughs> exactly. And they beat Kansas. And Akeem Warwick. Come on. They beat, they beat Kansas. In yeah. Champ- yeah. Oh. Akeem Warwick was, was the one that blocked Kirk Heinrich at the end. Yeah, they um, <laughs> yeah, but it, he was a freshman. He didn't know what he was doing. But, but being a basketball player, being that guy who can leave, and he didn't learn how to play defense. I, we talked about joke like Jim Beheim, and you you didn't agree with me at first. Then you like playing zone and defense cripples these kids. If you it, it cripples them. You, can, you can shoot them out that zone defense. Well, yeah, but I mean, learning how to play defense at, at the next level. I mean, you can kind oh, of play this, a matchup yeah, zone in the NBA, but if you don't know how to play man to man full court, give Calipari credit. Everybody knows how to play defense coming out of wherever he is. Yeah. Look at Anthony Davis. He'll be the MV- he could be the defensive player of the year next year if he stays healthy. He was uh, ranked number three uh, this year. He I was a so. beast. <clears throat> he get, he'll be an MVP within the next five or seven years. We're gonna take a quick break. Kwamala Sports Talk. We'll, we'll we'll come right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. I thought can you, <laughs> you call me out? I thought that was um, <laughs> I thought that was the the intro uh, coming back in, but uh, then this music came back on. Oh. Well, 
Kevin, we had it. We had it on our show on Friday. That right there. No, we had the A team. I fell asleep. Well, you got an A team and you got the Night Rider. You fell asleep. No, I didn't. I talked about Bradley Cooper A team though. Bradley Cooper. I thought, yeah, the Bradley Cooper, the eighteen movie with Bradley Cooper, oh, and Liam oh. Neeson. <laughs> Come on, Liam Neeson. He's a good, good guy. Good, Take good, him. good. All right, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to. Uh, we, we go stay in basketball. Um, and let's 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 drop down a little bit, if we can call it a drop down. Even with the uh, NBA draft coming up, teams are still t- talking about taking Joe Embley as the number one pick. This guy's had a back surgery. He left out the um, – I'm not back surgery. I did he have back Foot. surgery. Well, no, he had a back injury in mm-hmm. college. At, didn't play in the uh, NCAA, in Big 12 championship. Now he has a fractured foot that he had surgery for. What, I thought you just let the little fractures heal. What, what kind of – unless you put a pin in it. I don't know. Two pins. Two pins. That thing was broke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was broke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so they still talking about – and there's also teams. We thought Cleveland would be the team that he goes to. And this is why I always said – this is why I always thought, even though Cleveland don't, LeBron, don't deserve LeBron James, that he'll go back there. But when you get guys like this and you're still talking about them, I think even the 76ers I might might have heard talking about taking this guy. Who has the third pick? Uh, because you get the uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. No, 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 Milwaukee no, no. has two. I think it's uh, Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah. He go, yeah. Okay, so he go to Milwaukee. He's he's good as done. Yeah, he's no. good as done. Yeah, it's a black hole over yeah, there. He's, That's he's so good as done. Luckily, they have the Packers. I'd feel really bad for yeah for Wisconsin. Know. Otherwise, <laughs> well, other than the Badgers. Yeah. Well, they can they can get Jabari Parker. Who? Yeah. Well, Milwaukee. no, no. I mean, I think that. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. But then Parker's yeah. a dark horse right now. Like nobody, he ain't been in no news. He hasn't said anything. I know he and probably in the gym. Working I think he's on got more. Of a, yeah, I think he's got more of a skill set. Fr- Wiggins is just crazy fast. Yeah, and and he's a. I, you know what I found out about this guy Wiggins? He when he jumps, it's almost like he just keep going up. Like he's flying. <laughs> it's like he's like I come down when I decide I want to come down. <laughs> I just seen him elevated in a lot of these uh, off season workouts and camps and stuff. And he's not doing it with you know so much with these teams because I think he. And maybe NB uh, decided they wasn't going to work out. But I'm trying to figure out how he fractured his foot if he wasn't working out for somebody. But Wiggins, I just watched this guy play, and he just jumps out the gym. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and both of them are just like, please pick me number one or number three. Please don't pick me number two. That's nobody, the way, yeah, nobody that's wants, the way Wiggins is. Well, unless – okay, so put it this way. If Jabari, so Jabari Parker still has the option to go on his mission for two years. So you think that if somebody drafts him, if say Milwaukee drafts him, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Nerlens Noel. They traded for him. He's hurt. He doesn't play the whole year. You tank another year. Jabari Parker, well, you could be bad for two years if you're in Milwaukee. Jabari Parker comes back in two years, and then you have a better team with this guy in your back pocket. I don't, I don't know if he'll still do that when he sees the money, when he sees that he can be in the NBA now. But the same thing with Rubio. When Rubio, when they drafted Rubio, he said, I'm going to stay home and play for another year or so. Yeah, and he sat on the bench. Yeah, he stayed home and played for another Spain. year. But he's a, he's a, he was a young guy also. Now, but these guys, depending on what their goals and their dreams are, these guys want to play in it. And they, they wanted to go straight out of high school. So these guys get a chance to go to the NBA. Although Milwaukee is not the place to go if you if you got one of that top five guys, but you are in the NBA, you do your three years and you just move on. Yeah, just move I on. mean they have some pieces in Milwaukee down low. So them getting guard, they have Larry Sanders. John Henson showed a lot last year. The kid from North Carolina. They got rid of Monte Ellis. They got rid of JJ Redick. They got rid of Luke Ridenour. I mean they don't really have much. I but 
They have wait. So who did they get? Oh, they got Brandon Knight from Detroit with the Brandon yeah. Jennings trade, and he played really well last year. So you have why, him. Why they you, got rid of Jennings out, out there? I thought Jennings you know, was he, Yeah, no, he, he was. Good. I think that he wanted a lot of money, and they weren't going to pay him. No. So if you add if you add one of those guys, which they will, Jabari Parker or uh, Andrew Wiggins, to the backcourt with Brandon Knight, who showed a lot last year, you know, maybe. You got low post. But they got a guy named OJ Mayo who's taking up all the money right oh, now. He's the yeah. worst. He haven't since he left USC. Yeah. Yeah, money, 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 guy. money. But they, <laughs> but they still talking about. And I think what you said, uh, Demery, they're not talking about Jabari Parker because he mentioned earlier that he might go on a mission. I, I didn't know he was a mission guy. I didn't know he was that guy. He's Mormon. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know he was going on a mission, but. Hmm. Maybe I don't know what his family life like. I don't know what his situation is. So. So there's not a lot of talk about him. Uh, if they really want him not to go on a mission, he'll have more headline stories. Like you still talk about a guy who just had foot surgery and back problems yeah. being still number one. I think Cleveland, they have a number one pick. I think you take Wiggins. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I think you're right. But, however, with, with Jabari Parker, he can play two positions. You know, he can play two and the three. And with Luol Deng, he, he's going to try anything to get out of there. You know, he's going to try anything. So uh, he might slash Dan Gilbert's tires. I mean, I mean, who knows? To get to get out of <laughs> Cleveland. So you, you can have a 2-3. You know, you have, you have a shooting guard slash uh, power, uh, small forward mm-hmm. in Jabari Parker that Andrew Wiggins can't play because he's, he's not big enough. He's just a true shooting guard. Wiggins, he's, you'll see a difference in him. But we, I know you, we're talking about right now, he has to put on weight. He yeah. has to put uh-huh. on some weight. And not that detrimental weight where it slows you down. Not that Mario Chalmers weight. Yeah, that Boris Diaw weight. Uh, yeah, you turn into a fat boy. <laughs> but I saw Boris Diaw. I saw Boris Diaw this year in the playoffs. I thought he was a guard. And I said, that's Boris Diaw. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. moving up and down the court. He's still pretty flexible. Yeah. yeah. He's still pretty athletic. You got to take yoga. You got you to get in yoga. You guys don't know. Well, Wiggins yoga, needs to stop. No, I, I can't stretch for anything. Yeah, you I can't to. touch my toes. I can't touch my ankles. Well, when that's, I'm that's where about. yoga come in. Go ahead. I guess so. He was good touching his ankles yesterday, playing bags. Oh, stop it. Oh, I beat you. talking about some other stuff. Look, let's stay, keep, keep it clean. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> keep it clean. <laughs> no, but going back to Wiggins, I mean, he just needs to stay off the vertical leap uh, <laughs> stretch machine right now because I'm, I'm still worried about his leadership. Um, I mean, honestly, as a number one pick, Wiggins? you got to be – yeah, your mindset has to be, you know, I came here – I'm coming here to win. I'm coming here to make us better. Well, to Not Alex – just to be the number one pick. That's all I'm seeing from him right now, all in the media. I know I don't really – he walks around with a picture of himself jumping, touching the sky. It's like, okay, man, but how about how about some leadership talk? Like, you break what, your ankle. You, you come down you, one time bad, you break your ankle, yeah. and you're out. You're well, uh, to Alex's point, you, you, you talk about the leadership. Uh, yeah, his maybe, mentality. Maybe, maybe the verbal leadership or his mental leadership. Uh, to Alex's point, that's what the uh, extra year of school does for you. You, you get the I leadership. Agree. Yeah, like that. definitely. But I, I, I can't say you stay there to become a leader. I don't. I don't. I do not have any no. clue what these guys like. Well, I mean, like. Kyrie Irving played eight games in college, and he's a leader of his team now in Cleveland. Right. So I think, well, with, and with Andrew Wiggins not not having Andrew leadership, was, if was he, he goes, from Canada, right? Andrew Wiggins is Can- Canadian. Can- yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's Canadian. So you have it, you have Kyrie Irving. You have a leader. You have a defensive leader. A uh, Joe Kim Noah Light, I guess you could say, an Anderson Varejao in Cleveland. You have guys that. Are, are, already are the leaders of that team that have been there for a while. So Andrew Wiggins or Jabari Parker going there, they're not forced to be the leader right now. They're not drafted by an expansion team where they have to start over David Carr status. You know, they, they don't have to do things like that right off the bat, which is good for them. In Milwaukee, it'll be a problem because there are no leaders in Milwaukee. But y'all got to understand, too, a lot of these organizations are drafting some of these guys first round because there's been so much publicity on sure. them coming out of high school. And when it don't go right for that team at that moment, they're going to say, well, you had a chance to draft this guy. You had a 
chance to draft that guy. So they drafted him so they, they wouldn't get that backlash that they've already been getting from not being successful anyway. So when you're looking for a leader, then you go to a, a Doug McDermott. You go to a guy who's who probably going to be the 10th to the 15th pick as a leader, who's like a four general. You get in the first – when you're taking the first five guys – you're taking guys on athletic ability alone. You're not taking them on uh, yeah. no leadership. And something that the player that nobody's – well, that people are talking about but a lot less than everybody else is Dante Exum from Australia. 6'6", six, six point guard. Um, I hope the Lakers get him. I mean, this is like – this is something – this could be a Darko Milicic situation, but as a guard, you have to prove yourself so much more, especially with that height, you know, ball handling skills, being able to see the floor, being versatile – this isn't a mistake that, that he's getting this pub now. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of teams. Boston, if you want to get rid of Rondo, draft Exum. Well, if you, you wanna, know, if you want to make Boston better, keep Rondo and bring him. Bring yeah, him in. well, yeah. I mean, Rondo is very good. He is a he very is. good. No, no, I, but, I love but, him. But his, his, um, his, how, how he is with his team is a different situation. And it's, this, it's, all, it's all speculation because we don't know. You know, it, it's, well, it's, it's, it's all speculation. And I said that because I'm not I, yeah. in that locker room. I, until outside looking in, I'm just another media guy talking about those guys who's doing what they're doing for a living. I'm not in their locker room. Even if I go and get to go in their locker room for 15 minutes to interview them, I don't know them. I'm getting 15 minutes of interview from a game or practice they just had. So I, I didn't sit down and talk to this guy. I didn't, I didn't follow him for a week or two to really get into intricate parts of his life. So, yeah, we really don't. It's, it's like watching these reality shows. You, your life gets so consumed with this stuff, you really don't know them. you just caught up in their lives. we watching these basketball guys. This is the reality show. Watching sports is a reality show. We get caught up in, in who we like, and then we think we know about them, so we bash them, and then you're like, well, you never spent the day with that guy. You don't know what's going on with him. Right? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because at 4-5 and five with Orlando and Utah, Orlando stinks. I mean, we, we, we know that. Victor Oladipo's over there uh, by himself. Aaron Aflalo is there, but he's looking. I think Chicago wants him. And I thought that was, you know what, with what Orlando did, I thought it was great. Um, and I'm, what I'm saying is Jock Vaughn being a head coach. I thought that was a great opportunity for Jock Vaughn. Kansas. He started, well, no. Well, yeah, he went to Kansas. But <laughs> this is the adverse a, Carmelo effect. Me talking mess about Carmelo and making excuses. Other way around for you with Kansas. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but I agree. I agree. Jacques Vaughn giving him okay. a chance. and No, I agree. And they're not no. firing him yet. Because they stink and they but understand that. But when he came in, they they, they start off hot, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, we got to give him some players over there. Um, mm -hmm. And any coach, he could have went to – and I do talk about Kansas a lot, but like you talk about Lakers and Hayton, Carmelo. Um, but any players, um, any player Call or coach, I think, <laughs> I think you do have to get them players. I yeah. Think, what, about, what about the uh, the Cleveland situation where they had – they had – what's the um, – oh, my goodness, he's – Allen Iverson stepped over him in the NBA Finals. Tyrone, Tyrone Lue. Tyrone Lue was up for the head coaching job. Came down to those two guys. Why wasn't the uh, – why wasn't uh, – what's his name? God, I can't even think of the coach now. Golden State Warriors. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Why wasn't Mark Jackson uh, in that name? In he that probably was, but he didn't want it. Yeah. They probably gave him a clay. Do you want the job? Nope. All right, never mind. Yeah, yeah he probably no. didn't answer. I'm sure a lot of that, yeah, yeah right. Went straight he looked right that. It says, don't answer. <laughs> And Cleveland number that, that, what is that the three hundred three number come up don't answer. Two one six. You looking at yeah. it? Nah, I'm gonna call him back. The um, the weather well, disarray that franchise is in when you when you've hired a coach twice and you fire him with a matter of minutes. Uh, <laughs> when you when you bash one guy, I, I feel I, bad I, for I, him. 
Uh, Talk about no backbone. That's a guaranteed contract. Oh, who? Mike, Mike Brown. Brown. Oh yeah, he's being he's being paid by three by three different contracts he's still right being now. Paid right by now. the Lakers, he's, he's being still paid being paid right now. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's what I said. That no backbone. You can you can have a star on the team, and he can take control of that team. And if you're the head coach, you got to put your foot down somewhere. You always have to put your your stamp on that team, and they should have and sound like you at some point because of the philosophy you bring to that team, that organization. And then when you buy into it, even if it's the worst. When you buy into it and everybody's on the same page, you find a way, you find that team winning basketball games or football, whatever that sport is, you will find them winning more than they are losing because everyone's bought into the belief of the head coach or the coaches on that staff. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm see, in Orlando has the fourth and 12th pick, so maybe they'll package something, trade one of them for players. They got to do something, you know, because, I mean, Marcus Smart will be there. I know it's a reach at, at number four, but, I mean, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. He plays defense. There's a lot of guys up there that that can be drafted. And they can help teams. Utah. They drafted Trey Burke, who played really well last year. He's a shooting guard. They don't really have a point guard over there. So if they draft a point guard, Dante Exum there, keep, try and keep Gordon Hayward. They have a nice little young nucleus for the future. Like this is gonna start turning over, and the bad teams are gonna start becoming good again. Mark, you can just well, I hope so because definitely for the East Eastern Conference teams. And the Pacers are gonna be like the eight seed next year. <laughs> no, Pacers, no, don't, don't disrespect the Pacers. Don't call out the. They disrespect themselves. Pacers, no. Pacers gonna be right in thick of things again. Yeah. Out, out of the east. They went through adversity. The they they went through it now. Didn't well, come well, through it though. They about to get them. They're in together. the middle of adversity. Three years of adversity. Coming through it would be something we have to find out. That would be next year. I'll tell you what though. If Carmelo goes to Chicago, I'm gonna be ecstatic because that's there will be two teams that will be vying for three. that one and two spot. Well, you got well Miami. Who knows? Three teams. Who knows? It'd be Chicago, Indiana, and wherever LeBron goes. Yeah, and well, and look at Washington too. I yeah. mean, let's not sleep on Washington. If they yeah. keep everybody, look at that starting lineup. Are you kidding me? I thought if Washington the was a, healthy. What Washington did this year. I. I, I that's the team. You remember when Golden State and I talked about them two years ago, when, how they finished off but they ran into a Spurs team? This is how I see Washington. I can't wait to see those guys play Same. next year, even in, even in that Eastern Conference. But they, you still can be battle-tested in your conference coming out of the East. But I, that's the team I would like to watch with, uh, with those guys. Yeah, John Wall, done. Bradley Bill, yeah. Martian Gortat. I mean, if they can hang on to Martian Gortat, he might not want to stay there. He stay. They they made some moves this bring year. Bring him back to bring him back to Phoenix. Jeez, the Phoenix would be so much better with Gortat. Phoenix here. got the fourteen pick, and they gonna have to find something to do with that fourteen. Yeah, they pick. might. Phoenix got like eight picks in yeah. the first round. They have yeah. three picks. You might package that. And they talking about tra- yeah. They talking I mean, about- trade them all for Kevin Love. What well, that's but no, no, don't you don't trade them all. That. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You, and the no, reason why it's some good no, players you, you can pick up in this draft. The reason why you do draft it. goes deep into the second round. They have a pick in the second round, huh? They have a pick in the second round. No, I said this draft goes deep into the second round. So. I don't know if I trade for Kevin Love if, unless I know I'm going to get him for seven, six well, years. Well, yeah, with a, the, if he says he's going to sign an extension, yeah. Wouldn't you be excited to play with Goran Dragic and Eric Bledsoe? Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's like he doesn't have to do anything. They don't play defense here anyway, so well, it doesn't matter all, for him. they got to <laughs> sign Bledsoe. Bledsoe's still out there. Right. And I think he wants to play here, but— He's restricted, though. He's re- yeah, but he's restricted because he's going to go out there and, and get the big number, but a lot of teams going to be hesitant to do that because the Phoenix Suns can match it. Yeah. Exactly, and then they still have the rights to him. So that's his holdup. They don't have the they don't have so much control of him right now until another team steps up. What they should be doing is putting a big number on now and keeping him for six years. I'll bet the, he's the twenty four years old. Yeah, I'll bet the Clippers are really regretting that trade. They're really regretting old. that well, trade. They, they weren't going to afford him because he started playing great basketball behind Chris Paul. Yeah, I understand. So but they, this they, year, you they don't knew. think this year that they could have used him in the backing the, backing they, him up? Yeah, they could. Just a young kid, just a lightning rod coming off the bench. They could have used him in that game that. Um, uh, Chris Paul didn't show up. They could have used him then. 
I mean, that was one yeah. game. Chris Paul, yeah. He's never going to have back-to-back bad games. Not, <laughs> not with that team. So, I mean, and then Golden State's losing their damn mind trying to trade, talking about trading Klay Thompson with part of that deal for Kevin Love. They, they don't, yeah. That, that's, the now you're you talking about. Well, Steve talking, yeah, yeah. No, there's no way in God's green earth right now. they're going to trade Klay Thompson. Then Steve Kerr is just going to be there collecting $30 million or $25 million. Well, Steve <laughs> Kerr doesn't want to trade Klay Thompson. I know, but I'm saying if, he, oh, if they get rid of I him. I understand, but yeah. they, what's the difference between this tier, this year's team and last year's team? They played really well last year. Andrew Bogle was hurting the whole playoffs. Right, I'm saying, but if they get rid of him, then they messing that team up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve, and then who's he going to coach? Now you, now then I'm you might saying. lose Steph Curry. That's the whole thing because they're, they're best agency, friends. Yeah. Free agency, he's yeah. gone. They're, they're best friends. And I, that, they were talking about the Lakers <laughs> trading friends. the I seventh can, pick. How do you go, know they best friends? They are. They That's are. all you read about. <laughs> That's all you read about. They're brothers. There's two they're best friends that anybody brothers. could have. You, you have so if, if Clay Thompson goes like say he, they were talking about the Lakers trading the seventh pick <laughs> for Clay they're Thompson. Laughing at you. That's fine. <laughs> they were best friends. Yeah, you don't they know are. that. Listen, I read the articles. Media man. say that that they hang out together. <laughs> now nah, I don't know if they're best friends. No, or not. They, they probably may be, are. But they got a great chemistry to Alex Point. They on have the a court. Great, yeah, yeah, on the court. Yeah. So you have so you don't have that chemistry on the court and not hang out off the court. Yeah. You just it's, it's not. Possible. Do you think Jordan and Pippen were friends? I think they were business friends. Yeah, I don't think that they were like, you know, I, having, I, having I, a glass of red wine at dinner together. I, I, um, they had different agendas. I think Jordan can call, Pippen can call up Jordan and he answered. I, I believe that to be a case. That's a friend. Like, you can call somebody, he answered, and you ain't talked to him in five years. Yeah, uh, but uh, maybe for a new business venture or something. I, don't, I just don't, I didn't, I didn't see that on the court. I just thought that they were both exemplary guys that knew that they had to work well, together. Well, Jordan was in the league, what, three years before Pippen came? Something like something, that. Yeah, yeah, I think they became... Jordan don't win no championships without Pippen. Sure, and and, they, and, that, they and that's fair because he was a defensive stopper. He, he was six nine grow. or six seven. He's such a beast. What are you, Arkansas, Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas. Central. But he had to grow. Jordan had to raise this guy. He had to raise Pippen. He had to toughen Pippen. While up. he was learning himself. Yeah, but Pippen. Well, yeah, Pippen. He didn't have. He had a mentality where I'm not going out there. Them boys are too rough. It's like. Especially the Detroit game. I'm not going out there. Them boys too rough. Jordan said, "You better get it together, or you gonna get out of here." Yeah, and then look at what he did in Portland when they they were so good in Portland when the Laker when the alley oop from Kobe to Shaq when they were down nine going in the fourth or in, with uh, yeah. the clinching game, they had such a good team there, and he was still serviceable then. Like when Jordan, you know, fell off. Pippen was a star there. They made the playoffs when, when Jordan wasn't there. Like and Pippen became the star, and you see what happened when he got mad when the Tony Kucho's had to take the last shot, throwing chairs on the bench because it was his turn to that be went the star. In, by the way, and she, yeah, it was his turn to be the star in Chicago because Jordan was gone for that hiatus that he had to that they made him leave for a while. Long story, y'all wouldn't understand that, but Stop he it. had to go, and Pippen <laughs> became the star, and he thought. If anything, we win and lose with me taking the last shot. So, anyways, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, two best friends that anybody could have. Not so, anyways. No, that's no. I'm just saying, like that. They actually have a friendship uh, outside of basketball, obviously, because the way they play, they play in synchronicity. They play. They know each other. So this was only two years, right? They've only been in the league two years together. They've only played together for two years. When is Steph Curry's contract up? Soon, because I can see him going to another team. Yeah, because he's got one more year. With an option, because he didn't want he didn't want um, Mark Jackson to leave. He thought Mark Jackson was a great coach for that team. And yeah, yeah I mean Steph Curry has uh, revitalized Golden State. They took a gamble and it paid off with drafting him so high up. Steph Curry be he'd be playing for the New York Knicks or the Brooklyn Nets. I just I, I would Clay, love that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what? Him, him in the Garden would be I would awesome. Love to see. He, I, I would rather have him wearing wearing Sunday whites for the Lakers, but. 
No, he, I don't see him in the Lakers. Well, just because I don't see it, don't mean it can't happen. I just don't see him in the unless he want to stay in L.A. But he will electrify the Garden. Well, he blows up the Garden. Yeah, he would electrify the Garden. Yeah. And he he was there and the things that guy does. Um, so you don't think it's a good idea for them to trade for Kevin Love? No, the Suns. No, I don't no, no, no. So. Um, Golden State. Because that's the number one spot. I thought we were talking there. about the Suns and their draft pick. So you, it, oh, yeah, we, we moved around a little bit, I guess. Um, so the Suns, yeah. so you don't think that trading two out of those three draft picks and a player and one of the Morris brothers for Kevin Love? Or Miles Ooh. Plumley? Get him out of town. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Morris brothers. You're talking about now you're back to Kansas again. Let me think about that. Just that was <clears throat> happenstance. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> um, no, Kevin Love, first of all, he wants to play in California, he wants to be by some water. He's from California. We go US, UCLA. UCLA. He's not going through any more drama in his professional career uh, that he can control right now. He gets to control where he wants to go. Now, it depends on what he plays for, what he wants to play for. Was is, I can go play for a team that possibly get in the playoffs and we may have a chance at a championship, or I can go play uh, for a team and be at home where I want to be. Yeah. Do you think he waits one more year? Because he's unrestricted after I, next year. Well, he's probably going crazy right now. Yeah. See, Flip Saunders is trying to make him a bad guy mm-hmm. right now. So when he does leave, they can say, well, he didn't want to be here anyway. Flip Saunders right now is just bashing him right now. If you've watched all these reports coming out. But that team isn't that. Like, you look at, well, Pekovic was hurt for the most of the year last year. But he, he's a he's a 15 and 10 guy, the center. You know, Ricky Rubio hasn't, hasn't uh, uh, progressed like everybody thought he was going to. But he came out of the gates hot. He was a triple-double machine, well, near triple-double machine, steals, still can't shoot the ball. But, I mean, they need something. It, it, I wish that somebody would just go there, but who wants to play Minnesota? Nobody wants to go to Minnesota. I know. Nobody wants to go. What about— Well, uh, KG what? stayed there for 12, 14 years. So, obviously, there's something. I know he's a loyal guy. KG's different, obviously. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not directly comparing the two, but if you bring a shooting guard in there, you bring somebody— Kevin Martin's not a shooting guard anymore. I mean, Kevin Martin's old. But you bring in somebody there, they have— the inner workings of a team that could work. I just don't know where the disconnect is. What about your boy Paul Gasol? Uh, leaving for Dallas. I love Pascal. I don't know why they're trying to k- kick him out of LA so badly. Who can you bring Col- in? Colby said he loves Paul Gasol. 15 and 9. 15, 9, and 4. They That's what Paul gets. Get, get the hell out they, of here. They best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Col- Col- 15, 15, 9, and 4. He's one of the smartest, best passing big men in the game still. Still, but, but I seen some games where he didn't have that dog, and Kobe was getting on him. Like, right, shoot. But I think Kobe was getting on him as a more of a motivational thing, not like the the Heat does Mario Chalmers. I think right. he said, well, man, man, shoot the ball. You 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 this good. They know each shoot. other so well at this point. I mean, they played yeah. together for ten years. I mean, it's or whatever, close to ten years. So it's yeah. I, I think they need to keep him. I don't know why everybody, they've been trying to get rid of him ever since ever since uh, they won their second championship together. They, they got to get rid of him. the the Paul Gasol well, Dallas, project. The Dallas is, Mavericks want him. So, I can see him being a good fit in Dallas, a good role player. Yeah, because the they're all, that's that's like a boneyard over there. Yeah. Everybody, they that, get that all team, the free agents are th- yeah, all they're all old, free, all yeah. the old guys. <laughs> they got all the free agents that was well, on the video games that were real good. <laughs> yeah, real, well, you can still play with that and and still beat. Yeah, but I mean, they, well, with money need, wise, they, money they wise, it's smart. Guy. They just need one more guy. Who was he? He played for the Houston Rockets. Remember the guy, the point, the guard, jumps out the gym. God, Steve he? Francis? Steve Francis. They need franchise. <laughs> they need I don't know. Franchise. He's probably playing in Lithuania or something yeah, now. Yeah, I, saw free, I saw him get beat up in the club one time, get punched in the face. But yeah? You didn't help him? 
No, that wasn't my fight. He was, he was the one videotaping. That wasn't my fight. <laughs> that wasn't my fight. Uh, I don't get in nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Pal, I mean, it's fine. He's he's going to make like 17 or 18 mil next year. So, I mean, it understand. It, it makes sense from a, from a financial about, standpoint to get rid of him. That's yeah, but the Lakers about to get Julius Randle come Thursday. I hope so. They also I hope There's a lot of decisions going to be made between now and Thursday. Yeah, like, especially with this Joel Embiid thing. With this Joel, Joel Embiid thing. Just throwing a wrench in well, there. Joel Embiid, he's going to drop down and draft. And nobody's going to really take you, you, I don't know if I'll take that chance with a back injury and a foot Well, you got to think. But they're going to think. We're going to draft him if he's out all year. We can still be bad, have him for next year, and then get get another lottery pick. I mean, it makes sense. T- people tank all the time now. We'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> you, you just show up tomorrow. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Unfortunately, we got to get out of here. Kwame Lassie, Sports Talk, Alex Clancy, Jimmy Lachey. We'll see you guys in, what is it, 23 hours? We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.